Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Brand Z podcast with me, Robin Savage. I hope that you are having an excellent day, week, wherever you are. This is your first time ever tuning into the podcast. Welcome. I'm so happy that you're here. We have some fun conversations here. And if you are a returning listener, hi. I'm so thankful that you keep coming back to this space. Just know how much I appreciate you. And if you appreciate the podcast, please do me a favor and screenshot this podcast episode that you're listening to right now. And tag me on the socials at Robin underscore Savage. Let the world know what you find valuable here. Let the world know that there's a resource here that might help them the same way it's helping you. I'd appreciate that so much. It helps me get my message out and have these conversations with a larger audience. So what we're going to talk about today is what are we really doing here? You know, sometimes I think we have these big goals and these dreams for ourselves. And sometimes they come to us through visions and downloads. If you're in the energetic field, you know, it's like something just drops into your field and and you feel called to do something. Or sometimes we have really big life experiences and we go through things that inspire us to teach other people how to go through those things. You know, a lot of people will accomplish things or achieve things and then set out on a mission to teach other people how to do those same things. Maybe you're a master in your field. Maybe you've gone to school for years and years and years and you want to find out how to do what you came here to do and what you've spent all these years learning to do in a new way or whatever it is. I don't really care how you got here because the truth is we all share the same job. We all share a common role. And I think we forget about this so often because in the world of entrepreneurship, we feel so alone, right? Hands up if you've ever felt that ping of loneliness as you've been working towards your dream. Hands up if you've ever had days where you're like, oh my gosh, am I just going to do this alone forever and circle around my own thoughts and wander around my own ideas and I feel so isolated. I mean, I've been there so many times and I'm lucky to have a partner who listens to me babble all the time, but if it's not your vision, then sometimes it can be really hard for other people to grasp right? It's your dream for a reason. The idea was given to you. So when it comes to getting people to listen and to believe it, to buy into it, that can be tricky and challenging. So today I want to have a conversation with all of you, no matter how you got here, no matter what your purpose, your rhyme, your reason, your words, your medicine, your work, your skills, your mastery is, we've all got the same job. And I want to remind you of what that is, okay? We are here to add value, period. We are here to add value. You are here to help people. You are here to provide a service to people. You are here to solve the problems of people. You are here to deliver something to people. You are here to serve people in some way by adding value to their lives. Our only job is to add value. And when I think of my role in this world as adding value, something shifts, 
okay? Something really big shifts for me because a lot of us are given a dream. A lot of us are gifted with this idea or a talent or a skill that we develop, okay? And we have this purpose within us. We have this bigger vision within us and we can see it and feel it. And all of the sudden, rather than creating that vision, rather than living for the dream, we start to rely on the results, right? We start to get caught up in the outcomes. We start to measure vanity metrics that start to tell us how good of a job we're doing, right? And rather than finding our value intrinsically and saying, this is who I am and this is what I'm here to do and proudly presenting it to the world, we wait for the world to give us the go-ahead to say, yeah, all right, I like that. Yeah, okay, I'll buy that. Yeah, okay, more of that. Yeah, okay, that, that's working. And we start to rely on the results. And when the results come, then we add more value. And when it seems to be working, then we add more value. And when people are buying, we add more value. But what happens when we shift this perspective and we reframe our position as entrepreneurs and we start to consider that our only job here is to add value. And what happens when we lead with that value and our perspective shifts from having to get something from someone else, having to get the results in order to be valuable and instead shifts into the perspective that my only role here is to provide value day after day after day, is to give to people what I know, is to help in the way that I know I can help, is to make art in the way that I know I can make art, is to write, to express, to take photos, to make reels, to teach, to heal, to coach, to lead, to build this business that serves people and adds value to those who need it. And I don't care if I get the results and I can detach myself from the outcome and I can continue to add value no matter what happens on the other side because I am valuable. I'm not valuable because of my results. I'm not valuable depending on the outcome I'm valuable because my job is to be valuable. Okay, so what, what we're doing when we shift our mindset, when we shift our position from providing value to people who validate me to providing value to everyone who wants it, no matter whether they like it or not in the long run, and we say, this is what I've got to give, and I'm going to give it every single day no matter what is all of the sudden we take our power back from the validation and the outcomes and the results. And that can be such a huge shift in your brand and business. And I want to talk to you about that a little bit. Okay. A lot of us have a worthiness complex, right? We're not doing enough. I mean, society tells us that we have to be productive literally 27 hours a day, 110% of the time in order to be of any value to society, right? It's like, how can I do more? How can I accomplish more? How can I make more? How can I have more? How can I more, 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 more time, more energy, more effort, more results? And we have created a society that perpetuates this never-ending cycle of more. And we are all, you know, especially if we live in the Western 
civilization, you know, where we live in an oversaturated market and everything is competitive and and everything is available and consumable. It's this constant notion of more. So the fact that we all feel this insatiable thirst to become worthy in a world that has us believing that there is no amount of enough that is enough, I mean... That's a really hard place to be. And as an entrepreneur, trying to make it or to become successful in that world can start to feel like a real mind fuck, right? Like we set these goals for ourselves and we have these ideas of what success looks like. And by the time we get there, we're already traversing to the next thing. We're already climbing actively towards the next goal. And we are climbing so fast that the milestone that we just hit is insignificant before it even got to be significant. Before we feel like we won, we're already back in the mindset that we're losing, right? And this is such an unhealthy place to grow our businesses from because how can you be your most valuable self if you feel like you're constantly losing? I don't know. You know, I wrote a post recently, it said, it was a quote square, and it said, if you expect to lose, you're not playing your best. If you expect to lose, you're not playing your best, or something like that. (laughs) It's close enough. And the caption that I wrote with the post told a story of my youth, and I was a baseball player for a really long time, and I was a pitcher, and every single time I got on the pitching mound, I would get so serious. I would feel my energy shift. I would feel things like tense up in my body. My, you know, happy-go-lucky laughing self from the bench would all of a sudden get this serious face on. I'd pull my ball cap down just a little bit to block out the peripheral so that I could like get in my zone, you know? And I remember feeling this shift in my body from I'm here to have fun to I'm here to fucking win. And every single time I stepped on the pitching mound, it happened. It happened naturally because I wanted it to. It happened naturally because I had coded myself to believe that every time I stepped on that mound, I was putting value into every pitch, into the game. I was being the representation of the most valuable player, even if I wasn't, even if I sucked you know even if I had a terrible game I still played as if I was there to win and I think what happens in this insatiable conquest this eternal climb towards some result towards something that's going to make us feel like we made it is that we cannot we cannot muster up the feeling of I'm going to win Because we are actually perpetually chasing something that we don't even believe is possible, right? That we don't even believe we're cut out for. We feel like it doesn't even matter how many strikes I throw, it's never going to be enough. That subconsciously under all these layers and under all the effort, there's something in us that believes, hey, maybe I'll never be worthy enough. Maybe no amount of success will ever be enough success. Maybe I'll never figure this out. Maybe I'll write 5,000 Instagram posts and my audience will still never grow. And as we anchor these subconscious 
thoughts and beliefs into ourselves and our belief about ourselves becomes I'll never win, I'll never win, I'll never win, I'll never get there, I'll never be able to, I'll never be her or him or them or, you know, and and as we continue in this spiral, guess what happens to the amount of value we're putting out into the world? It shrinks, right? If I walked onto that mound, believing there was no number of pitches that I could throw, that would result in a celebration, I would feel defeated before I stepped foot on that field. It was the belief for me that I could. It was the thought that it was possible that allowed me to put my most valuable self on that pitching mound and show up. It was the mindset that if anyone could do this, I could be the one to do this. And it allowed me to bring value to my team, game after game after game. But what I see a lot of entrepreneurs doing is running the race without believing they're going to finish, right? Is climbing the mountain with this internal battle that I'm never actually going to get to the top. And I want that to end. I think it's really toxic I think it's an entirely falsified way of perceiving success. When we chase success that looks like that, it is detrimental to not only our own self-worth, to our well-being, to our mental health, it is detrimental to our personal lives, how we show up in relationships, how we look at ourselves when we look in the mirror, right? And I... I want that to end. I want us today to say, hey, my job is to provide value. It doesn't matter what the outcome is. It doesn't matter what the result is. I am here to bring value into this world, into this space, into my industry, onto my social media feed, no matter what. And when you cut the cord and detach yourself from the result and from the outcome and you focus on the value, guess what happens? the results fucking come. Of course they do because you are now differentiating yourself. You're now showing up in an energy of confidence. You're now saying the thing that you actually want to say. You're throwing the fucking ball as if you're going to win the game. And that's a different action. That's a different action. So this baseball metaphor is so funny, but I can actually feel it in my arm as I'm talking to you. Like when I throw a ball just to throw a ball, mm, you know, I'm not so sure that ball is going to make it very far. But when I throw a ball and I wind up on a pitching mound and I've got my glove in one hand and I'm focused on a fucking target, excuse my French today, <laughs> but I've, when I've got my eyes on a target, and I am playing to win, and I am looking at the bat catcher in the eye, and I am ready to go for it, I throw that ball very differently. So it's not only about the belief, the thought, and the mindset, is it? It's the belief, the thought, and the mindset that shift my action, that change the way I physically show up in the game. So if my job is to add value, if I'm writing an Instagram post today, if I'm going live today, if I'm recording a podcast today, if I'm showing up to coach my clients or take photos at an event today, or if I'm showing up for sessions, for art, to lead, to host, to write an email to my email list, 
and my only job is to provide value, then guess what? I show up very differently and I don't win the game because I need to win the game. I don't win the game because I'm even necessarily the best pitcher in the league. I don't win the game because I'm attached to the results and grinding myself into the ground until I get there. I win the game because everything that I do, everything that I do, every post, every email, every video, Every podcast episode is brought forth in an energy of winning, in an energy in the knowing that my only job here is to provide value. And if my only job here is to provide value, then this better be fucking good, right? And I talk a lot about sharing fluff on the internet. I talk a lot about copywriting. I work with clients to clearly articulate their message, to shorten copywriting, to have impactful sales pages that convert and to build brands that have big impact in the world. And if we are not leading with value in every single one of those cases, then guess what happens? We lose people's interest. We disengage with our audience, we weaken our own message, and we, as entrepreneurs, start to second-guess ourselves, right? I don't know about you, but when I put something out in the world that's half-assed, right, and we've all done it, right? We do it, of course, as content creators, as leaders who are showing up day after day after day. Of course, every day is not going to be your best day, but when I put something out into the world that I know is not my best— have this like face. It's kind of like a, a grimace, you know, like I'm doing it right now. You can probably even hear it in my voice. I'm like, oh, it's not perfect, but I'll just post it anyways. Or like, oh, okay, fine. Like my shoulders are up by my ears. I can feel tension in my back. I'm, like thinking of hitting send on an email that is just like, it's not perfect, but f- let's just do it. We got to get it out. Right. And yes, progress over perfection. Yes. You know, getting it done is better than it being perfect, but are you proud of it? Okay. And this is what I want to circle back to because leading with value does not mean that everything you do will be 15 out of 10. It does not mean that you're going to end up on a, on a TED Talk stage. It doesn't mean that you're going to be New York Times bestselling author. It doesn't mean that when you lead with value, it's going to result in X, Y, and Z. But what it will mean for you is that you fall asleep every night with the knowing that you tried your best. So something really interesting happened to me in those baseball years, okay? I played baseball with some of the same young women for years. And there were years that we went without winning a single game. Can you even believe that? A single game would not be won. But here's something really interesting. As a team... Of course, as an entirely losing team, there were games where we showed up and we all 
felt disheartened. We all felt sort of, oh, you know, like, God, we just like can't get a break. We're just not playing well as a team. We always fumble the ball. We can't hit it. We're not good. You know, and sometimes that would dampen our confidence and weigh us down, sort of like wet blankets running to first base, you know, like dragging your heels like, oh, not again. Right. And then we would have games where it honestly didn't matter. It didn't matter that we had already lost 20 games. It didn't matter that we were the last in the league. It didn't matter. And in those moments when we showed up and we played, like, I mean, we fucking played as if we were the Boston Red Sox in the World Series. Like, we played and we cheered each other on and we climbed on fences and celebrated every single fucking catch and every single win, I would leave those games feeling something different. I would leave those games feeling elevated even though we lost. And when I look back on this, I find this super, super interesting because when I show up today and write an email that's half-assed, when I show up today and record a podcast just to get it done, or when I show up today and write a post just because I need the algorithm to be sufficed, because I need the algorithm to be satiated, guess what my energy is? Wet blanket, draggy heels. Oh God, okay, I'm just, I guess we'll show up and do it because I gotta, right? I go home at the end of the day, which really means I leave my closet at the end of that day and I feel weighted down. I feel like I let myself down. I feel my confidence dampen and I feel a lack of pride in my work. You know, I kind of think like it would be like an artist having a canvas that they look at and they just don't, it's just not right yet, right? It's like the whole world sees it maybe and they're like, oh, it's beautiful. And the artist sees it and they're like, yeah, just, it's not it. It doesn't have the... It doesn't have the magic. It doesn't have the the spark. It's like the color's just not right. It's just, it's not the right feeling. I just don't have it, right? Versus those days that I give it my best. I get committed. I step back into my devotion to my work. I carve out the time. I get intentional with it. I focus on the thing that needs to be done and I pour my heart into it, right? Even if... It's a reel that gets 20 likes. Even if it's a post that no one in the fucking world sees, even if it's an email that doesn't get opened, my feeling is that of a woman who's just fucking won. I am proud. I am confident. I am clear. I stayed true. I provided value. I provided value in spite of anything else. I provided value because that's my job. And your job is not to win. And your job is not to go viral. And your job is not to join the million dollar club. Your job is to provide value. And I want to invite you to get curious about how you're showing up in your brand and what's leading in your business. Is it your desire to become successful or is it the job that you're here to do? And when you shift this and you allow your perspective your position in your business to shift from I got to make this work to value first, value over everything, value and they will come, value and I can't not win, you will have an entirely different experience and so will 
they, okay? I have one-to-one coaching spaces open in my business. If you're looking for brand and business coaching, if you are ready to play to win, if you are looking for creative support and collaboration, if you're looking for a copywriter to help you refine your brand, if you are looking for social media management, if you are looking for a person, a coach, a mentor who can support you in stepping onto the field every single day in a way that makes you proud. I would love to be that person for you. I work with my clients super closely to develop strategy to creatively support themselves in their business in a way that allows each and every single one of us to be valuable day after day after day and to build foundations and systems that support that, right? That allow us to be human amongst that. I wanna invite you to click the link below, check out my brand and business coaching offers and services. There's a few different tiers and levels in which you can explore. And if you're ready to up-level and refine your brand, your messaging, your copywriting, your business model, your product suite, your pricing strategy, your brand style, copy, content creation, marketing, then let's work together. And remember this, value first. Value leads every time and see how that shifts things for you. I love you so much. Thank you so much for listening to the Brand Is You podcast. I appreciate you. Just like I mentioned at the very beginning of this episode, if you enjoyed this episode, if there was something that really struck you and you'd like to share it with others, please take a screenshot and share it to Instagram. You can tag me at Robin with a Y underscore Savage. You can also follow the Brand Is You podcast and leave a review. Thank you so much, and I'll see you next time on the Brand Is You podcast. Get out there and do your work in the world. I'll see you soon.